2: Well, hello, my fellow DDPoga warriors. What is up? It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. Eastern, where I currently I here in uh, the uh, 277th floor. We've moved up a couple levels since last week, of the uh, DDP Radio MegaFlex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. And, uh, of course, if you uh, stand up on the 377th floor observation deck, you pull out your binoculars, you point them to the north, you will see the stars shining above Crystal Stewart Enterprises, as uh, she is currently my co-host, and she is joining me from the great white north right now. Hello, Crystal. How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you? How do I get a building, uh, a, a suite in an office building? I'm stuck in snow. Uh,
2: uh, you know those those perks are earned, hard earned of many oh. years of skimming off the <laughs> top. It's, yeah. it's a huge financial scheme. I'm, I'm pulling over here. You don't want you don't want to know the details. Trust me, you're better off ignorant.
0: <laughs>
2: right. Yeah. I need to step my game up. <laughs> it's it's one of those office space. Uh, you know, a penny off here, penny off there. You know. It's awesome. It's, it's, it's the details. We got an awesome show for you guys tonight. Um, We, uh, you know, Crystal of course is 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 been, you know, she's always got the her finger on the pulse of the DDPO community, and um, I know she's a really great observationist. Um, I'm trying to walk through life oblivious, as you can ask my lovely wife, Um, just happily oblivious. But (laughs) Crystal really pays attention and notices what's going on, and she has this great ability of singling out people who are really crushing it in the DDP yoga, uh, universe. And she brings them to our show so we can talk to them because the greatest, uh, you know, success isn't taught by teachers. Success is taught by peers who are, who are successful. You know, you pull things from successful people. You are around people who are doing well and who are, you know, meeting their goals and crushing their, their dietary, you know, fitness goals. And, uh, things rub off on you, the positivity, the knowledge, the inspiration, the tips, and so we like to do that, and we like to bring people on this show who are, who have either been here for a long time and are crushing it, or maybe have been here a long time or a little bit of a a lull period. Because no matter where you are in your journey, you've got something different to offer to the DDPYOGA universe, and that's why we do what we do here every Wednesday night. It's kind of like a a community where we can just trade uh, trade secrets uh, with each other um, in the DDPY you know universe, if you will. And uh, I, I I usually don't like to know a lot about the people who are coming on uh, you know on the show about their journey in advance because it's kind of fun just unraveling you know the uh, the uh, the shells of their story if you will but I kind of had a uh, I gotta admit I, I cheated a little bit uh, for this next guy and uh, was reading some of his story and wow this is a, this is one of those stories that'll get you fired up and really excited. And, you know, I've been the guy who was just topping the high end of the morbidly obese chart. <laughs> um, I was very unhealthy, and when you're that kind of size, it's, I feel it's a lot more intimidating, a lot more than just somebody who's overweight because you have to worry about everything you do and the exercising. Um, even, the, even getting healthy sometimes can be a risk when you're really obese and, and overweight, and to take that step is sometimes the hardest part of the journey. And one guy who's taken the step in a huge way and is uh, working very hard to turning his life around and turning, uh, turning it all around, uh, if you will, is a guy named Chase Green. And we're lucky that Crystal kind of uh, brought him to my attention recently, and uh, we're really happy to have him on the show and talk to him, and uh, what better way to – welcome to ddp radio than to just get it out and over with the front of the at the front of the episode, so we can have a lot of room to talk we're going to talk about aew all that stuff but first and foremost uh how about chase mean green hey brother (laughs) thanks for having me on (laughs) Uh, no worries man i appreciate you coming on and uh we got a lot to talk to you guys about so um but first off, we wouldn't be. Uh, we we have to kind of put over uh, all those guys, uh, you know, who, who traveled from Smyrna all the way over to Las Vegas this past week for that big uh, AEW wrestling show. Uh, I know Dylan. I'm so proud of that kid. He's he, he's just. an I feel stupid calling him a kid now. He's when when I first met Dylan, he had such a baby face that he didn't have any choice but to refer to him as a kid. Like you looked like adorable you just get the baby face and now he's really grown into that look he he looks like a badass and we're real proud of him and uh of course Nathan and 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 everyone who you know Garrett and everyone Steve You and uh just countless people who put countless hours into that project did you get a chance to check any of that out uh Crystal uh or Chase Yeah I watched I watched the whole thing so
1: I did not I did not have
2: a chance to watch any of it Oh it was really uh, good you know. <laughs> No, it, it's exciting and it's an exciting time. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's 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 uh, the business at whole will be better off for it. And you know, uh, uh, to bring it all back around to DDPY, you look at some of those guys, and they're almost all of them at some point have been through the DDPY performance center. So it's kind of yep. uh, cool to see how uh, how it's been taken in just like the big companies and uh, you know football and and all that stuff. And you know, DDP doing the uh, alumni. Uh, deal. So really cool and really proud of those guys. And, uh, you know, they got a lot, a uh, lot way to go because, uh, they got a long career ahead of them. And I, I've said from day one, Nathan Mallory is going to blow us all away. You know, he's going to be going on yeah, and doing bigger and better things. And, uh, Dylan, of course, he's got a huge future ahead of him. And he's just, you know, he, he's a fan first and foremost, but there's no guy who's going to work as hard as he is. And, uh, when you're a fan, sometimes you can, uh, the business will kind of like uh, treat you like a fan. But you know, when you go in there as a fan who knows his he knows his business and will go out there and work harder than anybody in the room, that's an asset to I your agree. company. And that's, uh, I think he's realizing that right now.
0: Yeah. I think the thing with Dylan is there is a huge deciding factor for me between liking something and loving something. When you just like something, you kind of go through the paces But when you love something, like he loves wrestling, boy, does that ever show. That, like, on every level. It's amazing. It's a great thing to see. I'm really proud of him.
2: No, it is. It's it's, it's, it's inspiring. You know, not everyone gets that shot. You know, not everyone gets to live the dream. And and he's doing it on a big way right now. So congratulations to all those guys. You guys crushed it. And I'm super proud of everyone, uh, especially from the DPY Performance Center, uh, who came down there. So... Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, let's get into it because we got a lot to talk about. Um, so, Chase, uh, I'm reading over your bio, but I want you to kind of put it into your words in, in a little bit, if you could, uh, because you've had a huge, like, just few months um, turnaround. Um, usually, there's a DDPY origin story. There's somebody. There's some reason or something that kind of kick-started a journey. Is there something in particular that made you kind of just really just, wow, things have to change and and kind of got you on the wagon?
1: Yeah, um, there were actually a couple of things. So the first thing was last year in November, I went on a business trip to L.A., took my wife and my son with me, and we went to uh, Disneyland. And I don't know how long we were there. We were there for most of the day. And I mean, I think after like three or four hours, like my body just started breaking down. Like it was so incredibly painful. Like I finally, at the end of the day had to sit on a bench and I just told my wife, just, just go ride rides with him. Just make sure he has fun. And I fell asleep and I woke up with these two strangers next to me, these two kids, I didn't know who they were. Um, And I just remember feeling like just so depressed that that was like, that was as much as I could do. You know, I couldn't keep up. Um, then fast forward like another month or so. Um, I've been at this company I'm at now for about a year and I heard about a guy who is pretty close to my age, had lost a lot of weight and had been living a much healthier lifestyle for I think maybe a couple of years. And he just all of a sudden had a stroke and, uh, I mean, he's still he's still rehabilitating from it, you know, he's still working on it. And that just really that somehow just got to me and I started wondering, like, he had improved his health, you know, things were going really well for him. My health at that point was in a really bad spot and I was just living and managing my health issues like they like they didn't exist. And all I could think about was like what am I doing for my wife and for my kids, like I'm not trying to do anything to preserve my life or to take care of my health. And I know I just I just got to a point to where I told my wife one day before I started DDP yoga, I said, I just want to die. You know, I said, I'm so miserable. I can't stand living life at this size. Everything is so difficult. And like when I saw the look in her face, it just it just kind of woke me up and made me realize that I'd let myself get to that point. But it also made me kind of look at what it was doing to the people around me, not just to myself because i was I was hurting the people closest to me
2: Wow, well, that's you know that's 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 a huge uh moment and a, not an easy conclusion to come to for yourself like that's that's one of those truths that they call a hard truth, you know, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's a hard pill to swallow. You know, you you talked yeah. about you know when you when you what size were you when you first started your journey?
1: Uh, when I first started, I was five hundred and twenty-one pounds, and uh, I mean at the time I was I was wearing eight XLT shirts. I mean that's the absolute biggest I've ever been in my life.
0: Now, yeah. oh, you know. Chase, there was issues with kidneys spleen heart liver I believe
1: yeah yeah I still I still have some issues um so okay. some of the stuff that I was yeah some of the stuff that I was struggling with I'll just kind of break some of that down um at the time I uh I had type 2 diabetes it was it was really high like right before I got ready to you know st- you know start working on my health I mean, I was I was testing my blood sugar at home. It was over 300. My A1C wow. was 8.3. Um, my blood pressure had gotten incredibly high. Um, and that, I've had that for a long time, just never really tried to manage it well. Definitely, you know, not through diet or exercise. And for the last year and a half to two years, I've been struggling with kidney stones. And, like, not like one or two stones. I think in the last two years... I passed over a hundred and something kidney stones. I don't know what the exact number is, but I know in, in April, just, just last month I passed, I think 60 to 70 stones. Um, So I've, I've been battling a lot of issues trying to figure out like why my body is producing so many and what will it take to make it stop? But uh, yeah, so I, you know, I had lost a bunch of weight last year and had a stone that was so big that, you know, they had to do a surgery to remove it and i you know i'd lost like you know 80 pounds and i you know felt like wow. i was on top of the world i i had the surgery and i had to have a ureter stent which i don't know if anybody listening has ever had one it's it's miserable and i uh i quit everything after i had that surgery i was in so much pain i was miserable and i you know i basically put all the weight back on so my doctor did an updated ct scan i don't know maybe six months ago and he said i just want to let you know uh I can still see a couple of stones in your kidney, but he said, your kidneys are both enlarged as well as your liver and your spleen. And he's like, you just, I just want you to know that all of these issues are there. And uh, I was told from a cardiologist about, about four years ago that I already have an enlarged heart. And that's probably just because I haven't managed my blood pressure very well. So I, I had all of these issues you know, coming into this journey starting about four months ago. So that's kind of where I was starting health-wise.
0: You know what I think is really amazing, Chase, is everything, um, that being said, you still decided to take the bull by the horns and start a program. That's really huge because a lot of people would resign themselves to their current circumstances, and you didn't do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've always I've always told my wife now. Granted, this is really the first time in our relationship she's ever seen me start and stick to something. But you know, I've always told her, you know, throughout you know my adult life, probably from the age of 16, I've always been trying to get to a healthier place. Um, I, I like to say I'm, I might not be there, I might not be living the best lifestyle, but like I'm always trying something. I might not I might not have stuck with a lot of things, but I've I've always been trying. Um, I just – I let myself get to a point to, before I started this to where physically things were getting so impossible. Um, I just couldn't – I couldn't keep up, and there were some things I literally couldn't do. I I had to buy a smaller car last year in about May, and at the time, you know, I had still lost some weight recently, so I was a little smaller. Well, Once I put all my weight, you know, back on and then got even heavier, it got to the point, you know, before I started this uh, journey with DDP Yoga that I couldn't even get in and out of my car. I had my wife take a video that I, I've never posted yet. I, I intend to to share it pretty soon. <laughs> I wanted her to take a video of me trying to get into my car because my stomach was so big I was having to push past the steering wheel and the frame of the door to my car just to shove myself into my car. And it was it was something like that that I mean it, it that had me in tears daily. It just the struggle that I had just to do normal everyday things.
0: So I have a very open-ended question. Sorry, Mike. Um, Okay. What makes DDPY different than everything else you've tried? Why is this sticking?
1: Okay. Well, (laughs) I feel like that's a, that's a big question. I'll do my best to kind of unpack it and and have it make sense. Um, A lot of, a lot of things I think with DDPY kind of came together almost like kind of a perfect storm for me. And I feel incredibly Mm -hmm. blessed that um, my journey has gone the way it's gone, but I will say that the program for one, like it it just works. I, I had told my wife before I actually chose DDP yoga that I actually wanted to look into yoga itself because before I started, um, I'd got to the point to where personal hygiene was a major issue for me because just just moving around and actually just being any in any way flexible was becoming so incredibly difficult. I thought, you know, I don't want to I don't want to bulk up. I don't want to be, you know, yeah. a gym yeah. junkie or something. I'd love to just be able to get around. And you know, people who do yoga, I'm so inspired by just the way they move their bodies. And I thought I'd love to give it a try. So. You know, I looked into the DVP Yoga. My wife encouraged me to go there. So when I started the program, I got results within the first couple of weeks. But the thing that a lot of people know about me, if they've known me for any length of time, is I also give up pretty early. So um, that's where I think DDPY is kind of set apart because the community that, that is, you know, in this program is incredible. I've... I joined the Facebook group. Um, I found it, and I thought, well, I'll I'll post a couple things here. And really within the first few things that I posted, the, like, outpour of encouragement and love that I got from people was so substantial. I mean, it just – it got me really, really excited. And honestly, there are so many days where I've just been kind of gassed out, didn't have anything left to give, and I get so much encouragement from people that it just just gives me fire to want to continue going because I never – I never thought about somebody looking at what I'm doing and getting motivated or inspired by it. But that started to happen for me after I, you know, had been into it for a few weeks and I found that that's actually a really good fuel to work off of. So, um, I've been able to use that and try to harness that to motivate myself to realize that, you know, there are people who look at me and my situation has become relatable to them. And, you know, it, it, it helps me to realize that, uh, I might not j- just be able to help myself in my journey. There's a possibility that I could actually help someone else, which wasn't anything I ever thought about in the beginning, but it's definitely an encouraging thing to think about now. So, I mean, I tell people all the time, this, I mean, this program is amazing. You know, if you do it, it works. And uh, like I said, those those are the biggest things that I think have set it apart for me is why I've stuck with it is one, just because it works. You get results. Like you want to, I've become addicted to results. So I want to see more results. And two, just I love the community. It's the community has been fantastic for me. It's been, uh, it's been very inspirational and very uplifting.
2: That's amazing. You, you have such a relatable story. You know, I I see so much of myself in, in that story. Um, anyone who's followed my journey for a long time, I've been, you know, in the DDPO community eight years now. And I was one of the people when, when there wasn't uh, any success with the company, I would the YRG videos we all started with and, you know, I had gotten down to my lowest weight, 225 pounds, I think it was. And within a year, I was 200 pounds heavier than I was at my lowest weight in a year. Um, I ended up getting the health problems that was kind of exacerbating that dealt with, but my deal was ignoring it. I uh, having not come excuses why it was happening. And I was talking to my doctor, and, and I, he's like, well, why, you know, 200 pounds in a year is a reason to go see the doctor. Why didn't you go? And I'm like, well, I was eating like garbage. You know, I I started eating crappy. So I thought, well, of course I'm going to gain weight. And he's like, yeah, but not 200 pounds in a year. And then he's like, didn't you feel terrible? And I'm like, yeah, but I gained a lot of weight, so I thought I was supposed to feel terrible. So I got that kind of dealt with. But, you know, <laughs> there's so much relatability in the way you described it because I had never been a 400-pound-plus man. I've never, I've never lived that life. I've been big my whole life, but I'm talking 250 big. I'm six feet tall, so – I was a thick guy, and when you get start getting strips of your of the abilities you take for granted on a daily basis, the ability to reach your back, the ability to you know bend over well to get into a car to walk down and up the stairs without being completely gassed it's a dehumanizing process, and you know you talked about how you had gone through so many different you know uh you know phases of you know trying to get healthy over the years that that's where I was too. And I want to know because, you know, when you're you're really into a program or really into, like, you know, get on that kick where you want to get healthy, you're inspired. You want to talk about it. You want to share it. And after a while, you know, you talked about the following through. I, I had done the same thing. I had started and stopped so many times that you almost felt embarrassed telling people you were going on another diet because you could, you could hear their eyeballs inside their head, you know. And so you felt almost ashamed of even trying because you've tried so many times and you've kind of let yourself down and let other people down that you're just kind of, you kind of just accept like, well, this is my life for as long as I'm going to have it now. And that's a scary place to be. I, I've never, I I always said, I, I probably did suffer from some depression, but I've never felt sad. Like if that makes any sense, I kind of misunderstood what depression can be. I never felt like the sadness or the despair that comes with depression. But when you look at the inactivity and the inability to want to go places, you know, my, my weight gain definitely caused a lot of depression. And, you know, I'm, I'm on medication now. they helping me deal with that. And that's, like, much better because, you know, I, I got my thyroid issue changed. And, man, if I had done that two years ago, I would have been the happiest person in the world. Um, but i got to say, like, you know, now that you're kind of gaining those, like those, those little things that you take for granted to being able to tie your shoes or the ability to lift your leg up and all this stuff, like those little victories mean everything. Like, what are some of the things that you've kind of, you know, come to in this journey, the the small things that mean everything to someone who had been, you know, that size and had those, you know, liberties taken advantage, uh, taken away from you?
1: Um, Well, uh, let me see. so, (laughs) Huge one is going to be the fact that I can fit in my car finally. So that is uh, I get I get to get in that thing like every day. So that's that's a gigantic one um, just to feel comfortable there. Um, I actually have started buying clothes at Walmart again, which is incredible because I've been buying clothes at like Destination XL for I don't know how many years. I can't even remember, and uh, I've actually got down to where I can you know I can wear a size forty two waist and. Uh, you know, I'm I'm still in about a 5XLT shirt, so it's been exciting to go from an 8XLT to a 5XLT. And, you know, dropping the shirt sizes, dropping the pants sizes, that's, that's a big one. Um, but probably the thing that I get to appreciate the most on a daily basis is just the mobility that I have now. Like, there are so many situations where I choose. Like, this past weekend I was at a birthday party for a friend of mine. Uh, her children were celebrating their birthdays. And my uh, my foster child was in the floor, and she was kind of going all over the place, and I just decided to sit down on the floor with her. Now, if I had ever done that a few months ago, I wouldn't have been able to get back up. And now, I mean, I can just get down to the floor. I can pop back up really quick, and it's things like that that I think could 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 be easy maybe to go unnoticed or unappreciated, but I'm working really hard now to appreciate where I'm at because the truth is I've been I've been hitting some milestones relatively quick and I think it can be tempting to constantly look towards like where I'd like to be and not appreciate where I'm currently at and though I'm not where I'd like to be in the end there's a lot to celebrate with being able to get on the floor and get back up because I just there was a time when when I would lay on the floor and if I got up on my knees my knees hurt so bad I knew I couldn't crawl just one, like one leg forward to take like a a step forward, on all fours, because it hurts so much. The pain was so intense. And now like all of that's gone away. I had so much back pain, but you know, I'm actually able to get around now and actually do things. I mean, it's those have, those have been the biggest milestones so far that I've been able to deal with or that I've been able to uh, experience and, and get excited about. Um, I've also, um, in the, I guess last four months, I've reversed my type two diabetes and my high blood pressure, <laughs> so I don't have to take those medications. Wow. So, that's those are those that's are pretty huge. exciting too. I don't want to, yeah.
2: That's 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 an in the moment milestone that you've got, to pre- and I love that you did you said that too. The thing that I tell people because I've been the guy who lost a lot of weight really quickly and then had trouble on the back end of that dealing. It, you know, when you gain a lot of weight, there's a huge lifestyle change, mentally and and physically. With you know, maneuvering with that with that massive weight gain, what they don't tell you yeah. is when you lose weight. You know, there's a huge shift. You know, you, your your entire being was wrapped up in just managing your daily life around your weight, and it is a process. So the fact that you're taking the time to realize where you're at, kind of you know absorb your surroundings is very important. It's, I kind of liken it to the guy who's been you know, in prison since he was 18 years old and then was let out in the free world, you know, sometimes you don't know how to you know, adapt to certain situations, and it is a learning curve. You know, you basically have to relearn to do things when you've been that size for so long, um, and it was something I learned the hard way. But I think a lot of people who were overweight struggle with that, and it's not talked about that losing weight, you know, there's a mental, you know, adjustment and a physical adjustment to your new person.
1: Well, yeah, I agree, and and so much of it in the beginning for me was a mental battle. You know, I talked about you know just being in tears over my sides when I first when I first started my journey. I uh, I started out trying a plant based diet, and I mean I was miserable. You know, um, nothing against people who actually do that. I just I struggled mm. with it so much because I went from eating no healthy food, nothing but junk food all day, fast food to vegetables, and I I mean I just I thought I was going to die, and I realized really, really early on that I don't know where to find joy in life aside from that type of unhealthy behavior. And you know, I told my wife, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I was like, How am I going to be happy if that's the only thing that makes me happy? And she would tell me, Well, be happy that you're going to be able to play with your son, you know, soon, or be happy that. You know, you're going to be able to do this. And I was like, yeah, but I'm in this right now. This is my day-to-day life, and I don't have that thing that I've used for years. So in the beginning, the early on, it was incredibly difficult to stay positive just because the only thing that ever lifted me up was a food high. And I finally have got that switch now months later that just the results – that I'm getting are so exciting for me to be able to experience. Like I push so much harder for that than I ever did for food.
2: See, um, the, the plant-based diet, it's, 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 it's like, I mean, I respect people who can do it, but for me, I feel like, and I don't know if this is you, you know, when, when you, you know, come from an overweight background, like extremely overweight, like I am and, you know, I've dealt with my whole life, and and you know, of course you have as well, you know, we have an unhealthy relationship to food, with food to begin with, and sometimes our only instinct to counter that is to trade one extreme from another and just go instantly from eating the million calories a day to all of a sudden only eating carrots or, or finding that extreme answer the the only juice diet or only you know fasting diet and that may work over time for some people, but when you 're an extremely obese person like, like i've been you know that extremism is what i 've suffered with, and I have to make myself get down to a point where that's a reasonable lifestyle for me because that switch flipping on and off constantly, just exacerbates the unhealthy, you know, back and forth relationship. I've had with food my whole life. And it seems like you've kind of found a place where you can find comfort in, 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 satisfying your, your eating standards, but also in a healthier way and not in an extreme way, like, you know, just fasting for seven days or, you know, what, what have you, because I feel like that's, that's our mentality is, big, big guys.
1: Yeah, I definitely, um, I'm very fortunate in that I I started in such an extreme way that I didn't cave in and I didn't, like, regress that I continued to maintain, you know, steady results, and I switched from, you know, a plant-based to a vegan, and then I eventually went to phase three, which I've been at for a while now. And I feel very fortunate that because I started off so extreme that I didn't, like, do do damage just to, I think, my mental state because I was able to hang in there. Um, but it, it was very difficult. You know, It's where I'm at now I think still would have been very difficult uh, food-wise and, and meal plan-wise to, to just flip a switch on. But it's, it is a very difficult thing when you've let it get to the point yeah. where you're so emotionally driven by it.
0: Well, and you know, I mean the three of us having this conversation and anybody who's listening, extremes aren't built for longevity.
1: Correct. That's what my I tell my wife all the time, like if if what I'm gonna do is gonna be a lifestyle change, it has to be something I can envision myself doing for the rest of my life and that's
0: right, it's uh
1: it's, it's a tough thing to imagine doing, you know, a diet that every single day makes you miserable. So I realized that like, I'm going to have to make some adjustments. I'm going to have to find something that works for me. Bringing like meat back into my life was a huge thing for me. It made things a lot more manageable and I wasn't miserable. And I've just learned that, you know, I, I, I dropped my caloric intake, you know, dramatically. And that makes a, you know, it makes a big difference, but so much of it is, I, uh, I've i had to grow slowly in my healthier eating because when I first started, for me to eat a vegetable was to eat some, you know, white beans or, you know, something like that. Like a bean is the only thing I would consider as a vegetable, not a green bean. And, you know, I would think like, well, I'll eat a canned vegetable. And I what I've been working towards is my wife would start, you know, roasting raw vegetables in the oven uh you know, with a little oil and a little bit of uh, salt and pepper on them, and I've I've even slowly moved to where I can actually eat them raw now. And that's I had told her that's what I really want to work towards is I want to I want to be able to eat these these foods in just like their purest form because I think one it'll just be easier and two it's got to be the absolute healthiest thing for me. But it's been a very slow process, and that's what that's what I want people to know is like, it's okay if it takes a while for you to get there because it has not been an easy road for me and it has not been a fast one when it comes to the food. I just, I just tried to really force the issue.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm so proud of you because really it's not an easy transition to go from point A to point B. And I mean, beating yourself up is never going to get you there any quicker And you know as well as I do, the turtle won the race. Yeah. Sometimes, right? So slower changes usually equate to lasting change.
1: Yeah, and that's that's been a tough one for me because, you know, patience is not one of my virtues. Right. And – when i you know, anybody who's ever had a massive amount of weight to lose like me you know you just want you want to see something quick i mean i feel like that's our culture you know instant gratification i just wanted to see quick results and it took me a long time before i started in the mirror to really see any kind of results um i wasn't paying attention to a lot of the things around outside of just the scale to get me excited and i think i had lost like maybe 60 or 70 pounds before I really allowed myself to believe, Hey, you're actually doing something like you're, you're really losing some weight here. But, um, yeah, being able to take the time and slow down and just like figure out my pace because my pace might 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 not be the same as someone else's, but right. I think the way I looked at it was, you know, I've had so many different weight loss attempts. I told myself if I can just get to, if I can just get to this me that I've seen in my head for so many years, like I'll be good. Like I won't go back. And I feel like all the times I failed in the past, I just needed to work one time. If I can just, if I can just get it to work one time, and I get there, I'll stay there.
2: That the, the pacing. I I love the way you you put that. And you know, obviously, people always equate you know being a junkie or being an addict to uh, weight in, in in obesity and stuff like that. And you know, I I heard. Um, I can't remember who it was. It was somebody on a podcast a while ago saying food and, and and eating healthy was the hardest thing that, you know, they had to kick for the sole reason of it was a long term process. You know, I could quit, you know, if if I'm, if I'm a heroin addict, I can quit heroin tomorrow and tomorrow I'm clean. I may not stay clean, but tomorrow I'm, I'm, I'm off heroin. You know, it's it's one of those things. I didn't do heroin today. I'm not on heroin, but, I could, you know, eat healthy for, for nine months and nine months later, I'm still fat. Like, you know, it's, 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 you know, looking at the long picture kind of is exhausting, you know? So I kind of made a deal with myself this past year, but because I was so that long-term I, I'm, I'm naturally an analytical person and and it's one of my better qualities and one of my worst qualities, because I will find out, you know, if I'm cynical, I'll find out the reasons why it won't work, and if I'm, you know, positive, I will find reasons to make it work, but, you know, when you're kind of looking down that long-term, that term-term goal, you're, you're like, man, today was health, to get through today on this many calories, or this, you know, I'm going to do it tomorrow, and then the next day, and then the next day, and then nine months later, I'm still fat, <laughs> but, you know, you put it into perspective one day at a time, and, you know, what can I do to make the best choice today, and, if you had looked at that, you know, way the same mentality that I did, you know, and then, and you decided to take that approach three where months ago when you started and you missed all of this growth and process, what a shame that would have been. Like, you know, I, you can't focus on the, on the end game or the, or the end goal. You got to look at the small picture. What has gotten accomplished in this short amount of time that wouldn't have been accomplished if I hadn't taken that first step? Right.
1: Well, yeah, and, right. and I, I did struggle a lot with that in the beginning about, you know, I could only see, you know, just the the quantity and, you know, and just the gravity of what I had before me as a totality, and my problem was I just needed to bite off smaller chunks, and what I finally decided was I'm just going to do this 10 pounds at a time, so, you know, when I was 521, I'm like, I'm just going to get into the in the, you know, to the 510, to the five, you know, 19 range. When I got to there, all I'm shooting for now is like, you know, 505. I just kept taking it 10 pounds at a time and I realized one, you get to hit, you get to hit something to celebrate and get excited about more often. And then two, it's it's not such a big deal then because you're looking at such a small chunk. But I I also had to change my mentality because my idea was I won't get to enjoy the life that I'm shooting for until I get to the end. And the truth is, that's not the truth. I had yep. to realize mm-hmm. that there are so many things I can't do right now that I don't have to wait until I get to my goal weight to enjoy that thing. I bet you when I get to three hundred you know in twenty pounds, I can enjoy that so realizing that hey halfway through my journey, I'm actually going to be able to enjoy some of these things I've been looking forward to for years, that gets me excited too. I just had to realize that you know the process and the journey, there are things to get excited about there. There are things to enjoy there too. It's not all just about my end game. There are so many things I'm going to mm-hmm. to enjoy along the way. And I just have to stop and take the time to enjoy those as I get to them.
2: Perfect. I, that's, I love that. And you know, every, you know, I, that's what I love. If there's, you know, I wish I could scream that, you know, someone needs to put that on, on a flyer or something because that, that you know have that all or nothing mentality. You know it's it's so important. You know you know what you, you, the end goal isn't the goal. The goal was getting in your car comfortably. The goal was being able to get off the ground playing with your kids the other day. The goal was there's a million goals and every day it's something new. And every day when you can do something today that you couldn't have done yesterday, that's an end game. Like that's that's something I accomplished. That's a a start and finish of a goal. And every single day those things start popping up along the journey, and, and that's what's going to keep you going and. Sometimes, when people do get to that end goal, they don't know how to take it from there because they've got yep. accomplished what they set out to do and they, and they feel almost lost. And that's when you set your, set your eyes on, on, on the bigger goals, on the different goals, on how you can pay it back to people who are in your position. And it's such a gratifying process that has nothing to do with the end goal. And in my idea, like the end goal is. is is going to be all right, but, you know, the, the celebrations are, are, are daily along the way, and my greatest celebrations and greatest accomplishments I've had in my life was the process. Um, I'm still in it. I'm trying to get back to where I was, and, you know, I'm, I'm going to do it, but, you know, it's, you got to be able to enjoy the, the now, and that's the most important thing. If anyone takes anything away from this conversation we've had today, I hope they'll, they'll hear that. Appreciate where you're at because – you know, there you can look to the future, but the future, you know, you can only do what's in front of you at the moment, and, and and the appreciation of that, the decisions made in this moment, is going to dictate your future. And I'm really happy yeah. that, that that came up today. Yeah. Well, yeah. And when you talk yeah. about like, Go ahead. when you talk about Sorry, what's going to
1: sustain you, when yeah, when you when you talk about what's going to sustain you when you're finished, I, I look at it as. Like you said, the process. The process helps you develop routines. The routines are going to eventually develop into habits, and those habits are what are going to help you maintain when you get to where it is you're wanting to go, and you know maintain this new lifestyle. But you've got to you got to develop those habits, and habits, you know, are formed over over a period of time. It's not something that's just going to happen overnight. So.
0: And I mean, I think it's really important while we're having this conversation that you know. Fitness or wellness isn't just a number on a scale either. I mean, it really doesn't, you know, take into consideration what you put in your mouth. But it also takes in your mental state, too. I, You know, there's so many different avenues to wellness or well-being that, you know, a lot of people forget. DDP Yoga is a fantastic program but it's never been about the size of your ass whether that is big or whether you've whittled it down to something that you know you're really proud of it's not about that it's about feeling good in your own skin and that encompasses you know your body your mind and your spirit it's everything
1: no, I I agree. I uh, I've been I joke around with my wife. Um she'll probably laugh when she hears this later, but uh even last night we're sitting outside and I'm I'm getting like ate up by mosquitoes. I'm sitting in a chair next to her while she's in her hammock and and uh she said, You know, you're getting bit by mosquitoes and I said, Yeah, even these mosquitoes think my legs are really looking good And she said, <laughs> You feel like you're getting a little too cocky and I said, No, no I said um, I just think you have to speak it to believe it. Like I've never liked my body. I've always hated my body. I've always seen the imperfections in it. But the truth is, I'm still a very big guy who has a very long way to go. But I'm learning what it means to love the body I have now because it's a whole lot better than it was when it was 521 pounds. So it's like sure. to look at to look at what I have now. I'm very excited for this, and it's, it can always be better, but just like I said, being able to enjoy where I'm at now, I want to enjoy my body the way it is now because it's so much better than it was four months ago.
0: That's so amazing. And you can
2: hear the excited, you know, the excitedness in your voice too. Like you can hear that like when you talk about where you want to be and where you want to go, there's a, there's a, there's a, you know, a tension in your voice, like a, a, an electricity. And I, I always call that, you know, <laughs> when I first joined DDP, DDPY, like everyone was so excited and nice. And I'm almost like, did I just join myself a cult? Because you don't know how, especially <laughs> on the internet nowadays, there's no <laughs> nice people on the internet. There's no like happy, decent people on the internet. So when you, you, when you're around people who are, who are treating their bodies with, with, you know, with care and working hard and eating right, there's like a genuine joy and happiness that like, I'm kind of foreign to in my life, you know, I, I, my biggest, I always said my biggest drug and my biggest downfall in my entire life was out of cynicism. You get really cynicism. And in 2019 when you go on the internet, when you turn on the TV, there's a whole lot of cynicism to feed yourself a whole buffet every single day. Uh, It's a cynical world. And when you're surrounded by people who are genuinely feeling good because they're working hard and eating healthy and, you know, and getting those goals, and, and, you know, they feel good, so they're going to be good, they're going to be upbeat, they're going to be, you know, nice and happy and chipper. It's almost that kind of fuel that kind of, you know, you take that in, so you start feeling good, and it's, it's like a perpetual, you know, momentum that drives you, and people pump you up, and the community aspect is so important. And I think especially in 2019 where everyone is so, like, polarized and divisive to, to latch on to something that we can all kind of sink our teeth in and believe in, and, and, you know, in in being some kind of unite, united, like, you know, program of of mutual, just, we want people to be better. We want you to be better. I want you to be better. You want me to do well. There's such camaraderie that you don't see a lot in certain aspects of modern life. And it's, it's addictive and it feels good. And, it's something that you feel like you want to pass on to other people. And when you do get to that goal, and I know you're doing that now because a lot of people look to you as a community leader, um, even though you, you haven't been here forever, you know, there, there's some people who relate to the new guy who's taking ass. There's some people that relate to the old guy who's struggling. There's somebody for everybody that somebody on some level can relate to in this community, and I think that's what drives people to make permanent changes is those relationships that are, that are formed.
1: Well, yeah, I'll tell you, the I mean the biggest relationship I've formed since I got into this was um, when I first started, I, I posted my six picks on uh, the Facebook DDP Yoga Group, and uh, I had seen his video, and he was the reason I decided to go ahead and start, uh, Vance Hines.
0: Vance, yeah.
1: he he actually replied to my pictures and gave me his number and told me to call him, so I called him the next day, and I was blown away, one, that he even reached out to me, and then I found out he lived near me. And he told me that day when I called him, just come down here and walk with me, which really kind of took me back for a second. But I went ahead, and I feel like have developed just such an incredible friendship because, you know, when I met Vance, he was – I mean, I would say he was. He's still on top of the world. I mean, the man, he's so excited. He's <laughs> doing such an awesome thing right now in his life. And he has been so positive and so encouraging for me because, you know, he's – you know, we, we keep in touch constantly, and uh, he has, to me, kind of – set the example of, you know, like, just being positive, just saying yes, like experience life, like basically just get everything out of this that you can right now while you're going through it, you know, because that's, that's something that I feel like when I see him, he is just the embodiment of somebody who is owning his life. And it's exciting. It's exciting to be friends with him. It's exciting to get to experience any of it with him. So, you know, I I give him a lot of credit for my, uh, my attitude, my positivity, just because he excites me when I watch him and I feel like a lot of that has rubbed off on me.
0: That's amazing.
1: Plus I think he's a good example of just what this community does because he did, you know, he, he reached out uh, a day or so after I met him and uh, spoke with, with uh DDP and DDP gave me a call at work, which was, which was nuts. Um <laughs> And, and then you know, and then Vance continues to track with me, so it's like this community that uh you know that dallas and and steve you have have built um the way it sustains itself, the way it like the way it grows and just kind of wraps its arms around each other, and it's such an it's such a great thing to be a part of, you know it's such a great thing to know that. You have this gigantic support system that's there for you when you're really hitting those highs and you're killing it, but it's also there for you when you're, like, really low and you're in the trenches and you need somebody to encourage yeah. you, and um, it's been such an exciting thing to share this with people because, truthfully, I didn't want to share any of it. My wife was the one that encouraged me to create my Instagram account, which is which is where I primarily post most of my stuff, and um, it was one of the greatest decisions I think she ever, you know, got me to make because – it's been so exciting to share this with people and to uh, just to just to be able to share with people what's going on, but also to get to be a part of other people's journeys as they either start or, you know, kind of reignite what they're doing. It's been really exciting.
2: That's incredible. Uh, And I love that you have an in-person accountability buddy buddy too. There's so much to be said for people who, who, who hook up online to inspire each other. But I love I, – there's nothing that joys me more than people hooking up outside in the real world. I think that's where you get a true sense of somebody is spending face-to-face time with them. And there there is a bond that, that's formed in there. Um, I had a buddy up, up north that I, that I lost, you know, my, my first weight with ever back in 2007 and we used to walk every day and having that connection and that accountability that you can't ghost them online because they'll be banging on your door if, you, if they want you – you know, if you want to come up with some excuses. There's, there's a real uh, personal – a uh, touch to that. And, and I love that, you know, you guys are hooking up outside of the online forums too, to to get together and work out and walk and inspire each other. Um, it's just another layer um, of, of accountability and what's going to be a lifetime. You know, we, we, we don't miraculously get healed when we, we lose the weight, you know, a lot of those demons we still have are there, but you know, as long as you got someone in the trenches with you, you can, you know, fight them and it's going to be a lifetime of, Bad days and good days, and some days are good, some days are bad, but it's the long haul that matters. And uh, it seems like you're on an awesome track, and and I'm really proud of you, man. That's that's an amazing story. Um, We got a few more minutes here, but real quick, before we get going, I kind of wanted to ask you there's a lot of people I've talked to that ask, you know, when I, one of my biggest questions from when I, you know, see people or get stuff online is, I feel like I'm too big to start. Uh, you were one of those, you know, GDPY super heavyweights. But, you know, I was one of them. Uh, DJ, uh, DJ Clark, who I'm, I love yep. that kid so much. You look, looked like he just got married a couple weeks ago, and you should see his before and after pictures. He was probably around the size you were, um, uh, probably around 500, I guess, 525 or so, um, if I remember correctly. But he looks incredible, and it's one of those situations. It's it's hard to start because you start questioning a lot about yourself when you when we're that size. If someone's going up to you and saying, I'm afraid to start, I'm too big to start, I'm nervous, I don't want to, you know, what do you tell them? What makes them, what do you say from your personal experience that's going to make them throw down the mat and take that first step?
1: Um, Honestly, what I I share with people is kind of what I've struggled with a lot in the past is, you know, this next week, this next month, this next year is going to go by one way or the other. You know, you can either be at the end of this week or this month or this year looking back and wishing you had started something, or you can be at the end of this week, this month, and this year looking back at all that you've done. So it's going to come one way or the other. You just have to make the decision to start. And, you know, the beginning has to happen somewhere. And the beginning isn't always really glamorous. It isn't always really exciting. It just needs to be your beginning. And I just tell everybody just, you know, you have to, you know, find your pace and just take it one day at a time i didn't i didn't look at it one day at a time when i first started but it's been probably the most helpful thing for me since i got going is just take it one day at a time just try to make one good decision and then another good decision and once those good decisions start piling up you're going to have you know tons and tons of days to look back at where you just you just killed it. You just made great decisions and it's impacting your health, it's impacting, you know, your body and all these different things. So, you know, that, that's what I tell people is just, you know, you, you just have to start and you just have to make one good decision and then just make another.
2: That's amazing. You know, one day one day at a time is one of those lines that just has become so cliche and just is said over and over again and to the point where you don't even ter- internalize it anymore, but it's a cliche for a reason because it's, It's a simple, classic piece of advice, and we hear it so many times that we kind of disregard that as an option because it's just become like old hand, but sometimes those simple answers are the most effective answers, and, you know, you you, you seem to be really doing well and on the right track, and that's awesome, and, you know, as long as you're making the decision that's in front of you, try to make the best decision that's in front of you, those are going to pile up over time, and, and, and you know, eventually we're going to get to a place where we're we, not the end of the road, but another milestone here and there because it is the long haul. And uh, it seems like these changes that you've made is going to actually give you a long haul, hopefully, with your family and your wife and your and your kids. And, you know, be, it's kind of scary to think that it, you may not have even had a long haul, had things, you know, continued the way they were. So good for you, man. Yeah. It's really an inspiring story.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I'm no, super,
2: cool, proud yeah. You. super proud of you. Super <laughs> proud. Thank you. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, it's been um, so, it's it's been a really it's, it's been a wild four months, you know, just kind of getting into this, and getting all started and everything. But it's been it's been so exciting, and I'm I'm so excited about what's coming and kind of where I'm going. So.
0: And we're excited Absolutely. for you.
1: Well, thank you. It's okay. it's exciting. It's been so exciting to be here and to talk to you guys and just to share all this. It's been really exciting, and I really appreciate the opportunity.
0: Well, it just goes to prove, Chase, you never know who's watching you. Someone told me that when I came here. You never know who's watching. True story. Is that you outside my bedroom? Yep. You no, know, Crystal?
2: I can, I can see you across there.
0: <laughs> well, it's because you're in a penthouse, and I'm in here.
2: Not yeah, fair. you might want to get some help you're on the two hundred and seventy seven floor. <laughs> <laughs> might want to call a little guy to come over here and bring over oh. a scaffold. Uh, there you no. go. Well thank you. We hey, we want to have you come back and, and give us an update, you know, in a few months and let us know where you're at and stuff because uh, it's an awesome story and I am really happy for you. I'm glad to see where it's at. And I'm really excited to see where it's going. Um, anyone who wants to follow you on social media, do you know you have an Instagram or anything like that you want to throw out there?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. If um, if somebody wants to check out my journey, you can go to Instagram and look at Chasing My Change. And uh, I mean, Ooh. they can always look me up on Facebook, just under Chase Green. But yeah, Chasing My Change is the account on Instagram that I that I post most of my stuff.
2: That's amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. And uh, to, to to close today before we get off the air, Crystal, how about some yeah. of that uh, quote candy? Give me my fix.
0: Yeah, this is a good one, too, and it it really applies to having Chase on the show and just how everything works out, but uh, here we go. Um, you have been assigned this mountain. Not everyone can carry this mountain that you're carrying, but you have been assigned this mountain to show others around you that it can indeed be moved.
2: And Very good. I like a it. With the closer. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> uh, was, that, was that Salem who just gave the exclamation point? Yeah, I of? was. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I love it. That's awesome. Uh, what a great quote, <laughs> though, quote, though. Very cool. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank it's you. been a pleasure, as always. Thank you. Uh, we definitely, we're going to get in touch with you again now have you back on and, and give us an update sooner than later. So, thank you very much for coming on with us tonight. And uh, we wish you the best of luck. And here's to many more victories along the way to the big victory. Uh, and then many more beyond there. Thanks for coming on with us, man. Thanks,
0: Thank Chase. you. Thanks for I'll having be me. in
2: touch. Awesome. Thank you so much, Crystal. You bundle up. It's almost July. Hopefully, you'll get a couple of days of summer before uh, it's all said and done. And uh, nah, we'll be back snow. next week with <laughs> <laughs> a brand new episode of the DDP Radio Show it's right here live at ddpradio.com. Until then, Crystal, good night. Chase. Good night. That... From the 297th floor of the DVD oh. radio megaplex, we've moved up 20 stories. <laughs> moved <it> on up. <laughs> All right, guys. Have fun. See you guys next week. And uh, remember to never give up on your life. We'll see you guys soon. <laughs> Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Babe. Oh! Oh, a diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Wow. Diamond cutter on